Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Why This, a Nexus Arts podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm the media manager here at Nexus Arts, an intercultural arts organization in Adelaide, South Australia. This is a series of informal conversations with artists from all different areas uh, at all different career levels, where I ask them simply, why this? Why'd you pick this? What keeps you going? And what do you hope for the future? Last year, I got to speak to emerging television writers, camera people in the film industry, Cuban trumpet player, visual artists, tattooists, theater makers, and a professional wrestler. I'm always surprised by what I learn in these conversations, how funny everybody is, how insightful. So I encourage you to go back and look at our first six episodes. But we're kicking off the 2022 season with a really fun conversation with Mariam Romani. She's a Iranian musician, a very familiar face around Nexus Arts, and she's got a show coming up in July, which we'll talk about in the podcast. Mariam is a really fun conversationalist, and there's a couple of moments in here where she really made me think about things differently than I ever have before. And that, for me, is the best part of talking to the people that I get to talk to around here. And I hope it's uh, going to be a wonderful thing for you to hear. That's why we made the podcast. Cool. Well, hi, Miriam. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, could you start by introducing yourself to the people at home mm-hmm. and telling us a bit about what you do in the arts? Sure. Hey, Aaron. Um, thanks for having me for this. Um, so my name is Mariam. I always say Mary because it's easier. Everyone pronounces it different. So I was like, Mary. Um, I come from Iran and I play Santur. Uh, which is um, like a dulcimer. It has got a strings on it. You play with sticks. And um, yeah, so this is what I'm playing. And I play other instruments as well. Um, and uh, yeah. Great. Um, I guess talk to us about how you started uh-huh. playing this. Let's just start yeah, at the start. Sure. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like what... Um, um, the funny thing about that is like such a random thing and by chance. Um, my family likes art or whatever, but um, I, I've never born in a musician family or whatever. So um, I can remember one day my uncle come with a really old Santro. He just find it somewhere. He likes it. He buys it. And he just come home and say, hey, I've got a Santro. So, okay. And we were like 11, 12 years old, me and my cousin. And he said, hey, you, you should go to Santro, like get learn how to play santo and we were like oh okay we can do that so we start playing that randomly um really by chance and um as a kid i um i was you know um i always go to play because um like every week um you know quarter um like a four quarter to go and get a lesson come back home you know practice go back again you know it's just like a you know something i do but um like, f- ex- I mean, except that one, just about music and listening to music. My dad always loved traditional music, folk music from every country, so he always... Well, I guess that was going to be my question. You said uh, it wasn't a musical family. Yeah. Just one day this instrument sort of yeah. appeared at Hopping. your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, kids, I, was, I wanted to be an astronaut, then I liked dinosaurs, and uh-huh. the kids changed their mind a lot, but yeah. you, you stuck with this instrument. Like, yeah, was, th- was there something else that kept it going i think i just wanted uh, always like when i start something i'm really bad at 
um, leave it then, you know. I always wanted to make, you know, I, I, I love music, so I did that, but I didn't specifically like Santur. I just did it because it was traditional music. And I always loved traditional music. It was something that kept me attached to that. And, um, yeah, because my dad, like, always listening to a lot of musics and, you know, he loves poem and he always read me some and, you know, it's always um, was there for me. But, um, and it was something that kept me attached to that word. Maybe I always did that. And then when I got older and um, um, I think then it was a time I realized how much I love it. This, that was the time when I studied something else. I studied physics, which was a totally different thing. And then um, in the middle, I was like, oh, oh, no, this is not the thing I really want to do. I always, I never knew how much I loved Santo before that. I mean, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's always be there for me. Well, sometimes you, yeah, it's that thing of you got to look elsewhere to, to realise what perhaps yep. you didn't realise how much you love yeah. something until you go in a different direction or move Definitely. away from it. Yeah, I think everyone needs that break sometimes to to see what they've got, appreciate what they've got. This is This is why I think... Traveling is does the same to you when you go and when you come back to your house, you miss you know you know you say home sweet home because you just miss that, but that thing could be really routine and you know boring for you before that you know I I so this, to me like getting the break always help you to see and appreciate the things you always got and you never see the good things about it. So I think that's um, changed direction in my study. She kind of showed me how much I love it and how much I want to be in that. Field. So when I finish physics, I um, I go to university to study music, and then that was a time I see a lot of you know a lot of different things that make me excited, like camonche. So I start playing camonche. I beg my teacher, could you please learn? Like, and he was like, no, I'm, you know, everyone's like, you playing Santo, why you wanna change? I'm gonna pause you right there. Sure, for, for for someone like myself, uh -huh. not a musician, uh -huh, can, sure. can you talk us through? Uh, I can't even. Kamanche. Kamanche. Oh uh, yeah. So when I when I went to the uni, so um, people playing different musical instruments, and um, I love Kamanche because it's like violin, but um, different shape, different sound, kind of. Um, so uh, I love the sound, and I can remember I went to my tutor and said, "Could you? Can I start learning it? Like, could you be? Could you teach me?" And he's like, "No," because uh, we, you know, I was in. I was studying Santor in uni, and he was like, "Why you want to change that?" And I was like, no, "I don't want to change it. I just want to learn <laughs> something new, please." So um, it took me, I think, five six months to make him like teach me. He said no, um, but yes. But then I start to learn Kamanche a bit, and then um, some rhythmic things. So you know, in uni, you've got a lot of options, which was really cool. Um, so university changed me again, and I've I've seen many inspiring people in the university. And, um, you know, they changed my, you know, whole prospect. Um, do you say prospect? No way. Perspective, right? Perspe oh, ah, yes. perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. could you but it does, I guess, it, your change of perspective <laughs> yeah. does change your prospect. Does well. it? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I think, yeah, this happened in university. Um, yeah. But again, my, the way I look at music changed again when I immigrate. So, I think, and that was much bigger 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 change again well, you spoke about feeling connected you know the music maybe connecting you to your your dad or to the traditional music and stuff but yeah i imagine that gets amplified when you yeah immigrate. yeah exactly and um the way like i think music or anything you do okay i think we 
this is how I see myself and human being totally. Like how we all always in a challenge to make ourselves a better person, right? Um, and anything you do, like imagine you start going to basketball to, to learn how to play basketball, okay, as a 10 years old kid, okay? And then this is when you see your weak points, your good points, you know, and you you start to see, oh, I'm not good with teamwork, or I need to work on that. You you try, you know, it's, it's a, it shows you some of the things that you've got and how those things affect what you're doing in playing basketball. And it could be painting, it could be anything. So, but for me, when it came to music, it showed me a lot of things that I've, I wasn't good in, in or I was good at, you know, but mostly, honestly, the things that I wasn't good at, right? <laughs> so um, I tried to, all the time, I was tr struggling to make them better and then see why I'm like this, you know, when it comes to why, you know, I, I always facing these whys in, in music to myself. And when I come to Australia, um, as you said, yeah, it's um, because maybe remind me homeland, definitely all those things. Uh, I just stick to that, um, and still I'm on why, like why I'm, you know, um, to to solve my holes, you know, fill in my holes uh, that I always see uh, when I'm playing music. I don't know. I if, did oh, I could I tell you what I mean. I mean, was it obvious? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> I hope so. so. I'm just, I'm really, that's really <laughs> interesting. I've, I've never quite heard anybody articulate it that way. Really? Um, okay. I think, yeah, for, uh, you know, people talk about music in terms of connecting with an audience or connecting with history or expressing oneself, mm. but like the, the, the practice of... Mm. How to do that. Well, of learning your instrument and focusing on it, teaching you mm. about yourself yep. in yep. other aspects of mm. your life. I, yeah, that's it, yeah. That's yep. really interesting. And yeah. there, are, there are things I do in my life that you know, are kind of a, a, a similar, but I never really connected it to my own like art practice, so mm. to speak. Mm -hmm. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, and how yeah. you always struggle, you know, to always struggle to make you a better you, yeah. you know, like how I think we all, we sh it should be like that. Like there is no other way. But I and I think many people do it this way, like to try to make themselves a better version of themselves. But um, I always see for myself music something that helped me, you know, to to troubleshoot myself and find my, you know, um, things and solve them. But um, have I always successful in? Have I, I been? Was, I was no, ask. no, <laughs> no. I'm telling you, yeah. no. But um, but because you got audience, so it's helpful because you know. You, it's two-way relationship. It's not just if it was you in your room and just practicing, practicing. Ne nothing never happened, right? And the miracle happened when it's become two. So you've got you audience and you give and go, you know. And you can see if 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 what you all did, not just practicing. I mean, all those things, practicing, mental thing. All, all you can see when you perform, you can see if that work or not. If the miracle happened, it means you did it. If you find something, you know, you know, and it's never perfect, but you can always see how that um, trip goes to, you know, how it ends when, when you perform. And after that, you see that, oh, I mean, I'm, it's me. I, I'm not, I don't know about anyone, but I mean, it's, it's me. After that, I was like, oh, okay. I was full of joy for that, but again, I try to think, you know, what happened. Um, yeah, so that's a very special um, feeling that uh, I'm always fascinated when I uh, talk to performers. Mm -hmm. That that feeling of, you know, 
wow, it really happened tonight, mm. you know? And that feeling, uh, you know, must, like coming off stage when it's really worked mm. must be so special. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are there any highlights for you? Are there any really strong memories you have of, of that? that Honestly, you um, the strongest one was in Nexus. Um, and the one, so do you want to... Um, you want me to tell you the story of how I start music here? Yeah, that'd be great. So um, then I come here. Um, so I was an immigrant, right? And um, we, we did it like by our decision. And I, it's kind of me and my brother and my kind of mom said yes as well. So we pushed my dad to immigrate and he really didn't want to um, because we had a really comfy life in Iran. It wasn't good with, for many reasons um, by government like or I don't know, um, stressful, not that much freedom, everything, blah, blah, blah. But it was okay, like, you know, nothing too bad. We could, you know, go travel whenever we want. We could um, have a comfortable life, everything. But it wasn't good enough, definitely. So we, were, we, we came to Australia. But when we, you know, when we immigrated, we were like, what? It was super hard. It was, it was beyond, like, um, it's, it's the highlight of my life. I think it's going to be the highlight of my life forever, how, how much it changed me. How much I'm a different Mary after immigration, like my life separate to two different, like before immigration and after immigration. It, it was this much big. It was an earthquake. It was I don't know what, how to, how to, how, how can I say that? Were you, were you, I mean, quite young? Uh, you no, like I'm 32 and it, I was 28. Okay, like this. Uh, yeah, no, you know, I was, sure. I, was I wasn't too young. I, I'm just like much of a person, but I couldn't just get like I couldn't get it. Like it was too much, and. Um, you know, you know one, you, you need to get everything, you get all the, you know, you, you are ev everything in your, in your country and at a sudden you become zero, nothing, you know, you should get everything from zero, you can't even speak properly, you know, you, you in everything you're not good anymore, okay, and at first you're not, okay, um, and then how gradually you start to sneak into, you know, place, you, you, you try to get the respect, you try to get the trust, you know, hey, trust me, I'm, you know, and get the, get that all back again. You mean trust, trust from Trust, yeah, from other people, not like everywhere, yeah. And I, I want, people around. Yes, people around, like, sure. and how much um, Australia, this is really cosmopolitan. I know this is Adelaide and people said not, maybe it's not too many, too much cosmopolitan as, as Sydney or Melbourne or whatever, but it's still like in comparison with my comp country, we've, we've got a lot of different nationalities, which is great, which I love it. And how much when we immigrate, I, it changed my feelings about how, fi you know, how good and bad is good and bad, doesn't matter where you come from, you know, which language you speak, you know, what background you've got, how you grow up, you know, you know, when you, you know, when you're nice to me, you're nice to me. You know, when when a mom loves the kid, they love the kid. You know, that that, that, that feeling, that thing, is special. And at first, I couldn't track them because everything was weird. Like, you know, I always said, why mom doesn't love the kids in here in Australia? Honestly, I'm telling you, I never feel like they love them because in Iran, like, I felt like, oh my god, we kissed them, I hugged them all the time. Sure, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But absolutely. now I, know, I, I think like mom and kid, like moms love the most. Here, you know what I mean? Because I, because everything I see things better. Like because in I think every culture you you treat differently. You know what I Everyone mean? Everyone has it's their different def uh, yeah. ways of expressing. Yes, things exactly. The, the habits and the the just the ways we're taught to express things is different. Different, definitely. So, and I was yeah, like, oh yeah. no, they. Do. But now I was like, what? You know, like it's just different way of things. And just this 
one example show me that how much or if I go to another country which has got a totally different culture again um, and I'm pretty sure I won't get the impression first that, that I go but uh, because of this experience I know that how how everything you know is yeah. is there I just can't get it because I'm from a different um, so when I come here and I, all these happenings all these airquakes and everything um, then I knew, like uh, get in touch with Nexus and um, and this is and before that, even I see Nexus, I start playing my music for myself, which was so helpful in my depression time. <laughs> it take me out of, you know, um, get me connected or whatever again. Yeah. And then um, I never I never feel comfortable to perform at all. Um, I was playing since I was 12. So I, I never call myself a good musician, but I'm okay. Like, you know, I've got a technique to play things, right? But I never got the confidence to, you know, sit there and say, hey, Aaron, I've, I've got something for you. Do you want to hear? Like, sure, sure. But, um, and when I come here and, you know, like how, um, and I tell Emily, like how trust, how trust people put in you can 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 change you. Mm. That that people could be your parents put trust in you to do something, could be your friend, could be the orga- organization, could be the company you work for. It doesn't matter. Just Just someone who look at your eyes and say, Hey, could you do this? It can be one person once. Yeah, and it can yeah. change everything. Done. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And, and I was like, no, I can't. You know, all the time I was like, oh, no, I can't. It was interplay. And, and it was like, okay, um, you, you can play that. And I was like, no, I can't. So did 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 you sort of find Nexus? or I or think, did, did I don't know honestly how this how happened. happened. I think I played with the Persian community. And after that, I think I got an email from Emily oh, or cool. I did Oh, uh, someone sent me the link and I sent to Emily. I can't remember how okay. this happened. But um, what happened was that I was just like, I was sure that I can't do this. I, I was sure that I can't play for, you know, uh, a lot of people. Uh, and it was honestly my first time. I w- it was just me by myself sitting there and playing. First time it ever, was this fa- stage right here. I, I wow. always did it in uni for, you know, a, like performance, like an exam, jury, student, or whatever, whatever. And I always panic and I never, in- I'm telling you, I never enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was too stressful. I was like, oh my God, why should I do this? I It's just too hard for me. And, um, and then I can remember all those six months, I was thinking, okay, I'm doing this, I'm practicing, I'm, you know, we talk about all those things, but honestly, I can't do that. I'll, on that day, I will be so stressed. I will do it really bad, or so, you know. And, and then that day, I enjoyed the most. Like it was the first time I sat there, I play, I enjoy every single second, and I just stand. I was like, wow, you know, half. Like I don't know how, how 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 long was that? It was long, and then I was just too tired of joy. You know, like how much I, yeah, I can just, I just can't say. Um, how I feel that time. I've got to ask that um, all of that stress and all of those nerves. Yeah. I think every artist feels that, you know, because you're showing people the thing and you want it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And what if it's not perfect? And what if they don't like it? Yeah. And all that stuff, stuff. But that changed on that. Yeah. What changed for you? Did it just happen? Did you talk so to yourself? So one of them is, I told you, one of them was a trust that trust that next was putting me all the people working with me and everyone act me like oh you definitely you can do that or mm. you're the you know and the way they see me like you know change the way i see myself i think nice. in a way mm-hmm. um so number one is that to me that make that happen make 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 that nice happened and um 
because I was the same person. I pra- I practiced the same thing, you know, musically was everything was the same. It, it just in my mind that changed. Mm. And um, what did you ask? Well, I mean, you kind of answered it, but yeah, I, I was curious as to what happened that night. That yeah, happened did, like that, that. yeah, you know, did was it something conscious within you, or did it, did it take you by surprise? But you you said it was it sounds like and people believing in you. Yeah, believing it, in me and just sitting and there to hear what I'm playing, and sure. I wasn't sure, like because it, especially because it was really traditional music, and I was like, I I never think that people could like it even, but because I love what I was playing, and I. I do, do, you know, I sing in Persian. and I was like, why are you doing this? No one would get what you say. But I really want to express that feeling because I, because it's really touched me, you know. So I really just want to do it. Um, and I did it. And I think people liked it. I, I'm Still, I'm thinking about the ways I need to, you know, um, shape my music and, you know, still I'm struggling with that. But traditional music has always got a really, really big, big part in my heart and you know in my soul because um i love it but the creativity is is a is a is an is another challenge right so um this is the challenge i face into my art like how creativity comes with traditional music like something which has got really structured you know that's really i've got a question yeah i've actually seen as you bring that up um you're talking about traditional music Mm. i'm wondering um how, how much do you mean that these are pieces that have been written by other people that you're learning or is it the style of the music mm. or is there something else that me as a I'm not a musician you know mm. what I mean so is there something that I'm not quite grasping about the what you mean by traditional, traditional. music yeah. so um what I'm playing is a classical repertoire Persian repertoire right okay. I- Iranian classical repertoire yep. and um in um, that music, you've got a you've got some songs that um, come chest to chest from you know really long days ago mm-hmm. to people like teach to another person and teach to another person another person. I know you got them now. They they've we've got a notation and everything, but I mean, um, and there is really like it's structured. Like there is a way you play things that is really definite. There you, you can do a bit of improv everything honestly in everything but not too much because you would change the thing okay yeah. so just don't be too creative right <laughs> don't be too so, creative. no no <laughs> <laughs> yep. just keep being this um structure so um and i and um, the first thing when you go to learn music in in a traditional way is that be, be make sure you play things exactly the same imitate exactly the same then you're a good student right so I always in my life try to you know imitate exactly the same you know not be me just do it right right and um so this is the thing when when is the time you think that you can be yourself and you know you, i think you can be yourself even without i mean i mean and play music that you like even without knowing notes you know just get a guitar and just play mm-hmm. or you know, just do it you know you don't need anything and i always wait for the moment that i've got this permission to be me okay and play whatever i want mm-hmm. and i never get that no one will get give you that permission uh, no, Aaron. no no, no one gonna you, do that you are the one who needs to and you can be like eight years old kid to play something as hey look at this this is so cool and you know play for other people and you know make them to listen to you or play them you know or you can be I don't know, really old person who never got 
this feeling that I can, you know, make, make something and, you know. And I think I always wait for that. So I was playing that and I, I was waiting to go to uni and graduate and then maybe I can, you know, be creative and be me and then, you know. So, no. And now I know that, no, it's never going to happen unless I let myself to be me and do the things I want in the way I want, you know. And, um, yeah, this is, I think, my new challenge to be me more, more Miri. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's so true. No one, no one can give you permission to no. do that. You, you have to take that for yourself. Um, that's something, yeah, I talk to a, like a lot of friends in, mm-hmm. in different arts as well as the, it's a very common experience, I think, and uh-huh. everyone sort of finds that at different points. I think the point where you go, "No, I'm just going to do this how I want to do yeah, it." Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. What's know? the point? What's the yeah. point of art, right? This is this is what it's about. Not not just making a beautiful sound. I think it's um, to me is making a beautiful sound, which has got a meaning in that. Yeah. For you first, mm. as a first person, and then. If I think if you're good, you 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 transfer that to other people. You make people other people think about it or um, find something special in it. Transfer it in a good way, clear. I think also it's you know it is important to <coughs> learn. I guess you know the traditional, the rules and the structures and mm-hmm. and, and all of that. But um, it's it's easy for us all to fall into the misguided conception that mm-hmm. the people that came before us had more of a right to be. Uh-huh. Yes. In in the yes. craft than, than us, mm. and but uh, mm-hmm. but if if the next generation doesn't become themselves yeah. and change it and grow it, then it sort of just stays the same and never progresses. And mm. I think we all have that duty to, yeah, the duty to uh, bring ourselves to the whatever the form is that mm-hmm. we choose and um, help it evolve. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, what um, what's my next question? My next question is. What do you do when it's tough, when you don't feel like practicing mm-hmm. or everything shuts down because there's a pandemic and you can't mm-hmm. play any shows? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you sort of handle yourself during the hard times where you don't feel like playing? I don't feel like playing. Yeah, or it's hard to play. You know, when it's not all just great and mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. So during the pandemic, uh, honestly, I didn't feel it that much because ne- like the, the organization I work with which ne- was Nexus always like um, you know give us things to do which was great <laughs> you know busy. yes yeah, yeah. keep us busy uh-huh. so always got something to think about you know something coming or whatever so um, it never happened and music is not my first career so I, I was lucky in that case um, because um, and I was it was so Sad, like how people who, who music or art is their first career, how much they not seen as we talk about, like how much they, they didn't like know. And I was passing by Fringe show like this year that happened. And um, it was a weird feeling. I was standing in the, you know, it was a square like outside even the Fringe, like, like someone doing some funny things and a crowd were around that. And I, ha- I haven't seen that for ages, kind of. And then I can remember my, fi- I told my friend, look at these happy people in this circle and how how much the pet you know how much is how much we miss this how much mm. we need that how much mm. um i just i just can't remember my f- 
feeling that moment like it was it was so glorious like it was a really simple thing happening there but how kids were you know on on top of their dad's shoulder everyone holding their hands and they just get excited of seeing something you know really simple in the mirror but we haven't we hadn't that for for a long time and how much is it is important like how much it's we need it in this, you know, machinery life, you know, mm-hmm. every day go to work, back home, you know, Netflix, you know, this is, this is the funnest, you know, it I makes think. makes life worth living, doesn't it? It gives it context and meaning and it makes it all worth it, I think. Yeah. I remember after the, I, I don't manage the venue here anymore, but at uh-huh. the time I did and I remember setting up for the first show after lockdown uh-huh. and I'd never been more excited to put chairs in rows <laughs> in my life. It just felt oh so God. good because someone was going to be on that stage oh, and no. people were going to come and listen to music and it just, I was so happy. But honestly, I think this is, what, as we said, is another break that we took for the, you know, I think for the industry, sorry. That's a, yeah, and then, that's then, the, yeah. Yeah, and then, then we see that how much these look, like the things that we never think that they're special, how much they're special, how much these things could gather people together, those individual people who watch TV by themselves, they come sit together, you know. And I think we need that much more than before yeah. because of all these social medias. I, honestly, I'm one of those, I should say, anti-social medias um, because I think I hate the way... It separated us. Every, I'm working in a cafe. Everyone ordered, just standing there looking at the phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I'm really annoying all the time. I'm talking to them. <laughs> what are you going to for today? He's like, sure. What are you going to What's your plan for tomorrow? Uh, how was your week, Queen? And he's like, oh, God, leave me alone. I just want to reply my email. But I don't let them. Because <laughs> you just come and get a coffee and you're talking, you, you, you know, and I know the point you go and get a coffee is to get out and see people. And then you even, because everyone can get a coffee in their home, right? Every, I think everyone got a machine or, you know, that you can just do anything. But you get out to do that and then you, you start doing this. Don't do this. Just then talk to uh, me. Mar- Mariam is now uh, yeah, miming, texting <laughs> on, on a pretend phone. Because <laughs> it's annoying. So, I mean, I'm a, it's okay, but, but no, too much. My dad's sitting on the table to have dinner with his mobile phone. And I was like, Dad, it's our dinner time. You know, I'm, I'm a kid. I shouldn't tell my dad. Dad should tell me. I'm pretty off. bad for it. My partner and I, we just, we like constantly deleting the apps off our phones. Like, I just keep reaching <laughs> for it. I don't even <laughs> want to look at it. I just, it's like my hand is possessed or something. So, Aaron, so, you know, but, and then <laughs> this is why when people come and see it together without they, mm-hmm. any, anything, and they just, you know, they just like, and then each other and hello, hey. And they see it and watch the thing. They clap together. They enjoy together. They hate together. They think it's bad together. They think it's good to, you know, all these feelings together. In a moment as yes. well. A moment that's passing Done. as we're experiencing it. So this is why I think make these events much, 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 much more special. Mm-hmm. And after these three years COVID, now we had all those individual experience for a long time. We're just bored of that. And then we see that glory again and we appreciate it again. Well, that's a good segue. Um, I've got a couple more questions left. But sure. um, normally I ask people, so like, what's next for you, Rara? But uh, I know what's next for you. You've got yeah, a show cool. coming yeah. up. <laughs> um, people are going to be here. They're going to experience. They're going to hopefully love it. Hopefully. Together. Um, can you tell us about the show that's uh, coming yeah, up? Yeah, so the next show is um, um, at Nexus. I think it's part of Umbrella Festival. Um, and Alexander Flood going to be... Um, I think it's um, the space between is his album. He's gonna play at the end and um, the the joy at the end. And um, it's gonna be me, Zohir, who's a really nice um, Syrian um, 
um, wood player. Right, he plays yes. beautiful. Um, and it's me and Zhao with uh, her beautiful band. She plays, I love um, her Chinese harp and especially the way they mix it in the, the, the her band. is It sounds great. You, you shouldn't miss it. Um, and I'm going to play like a, a bit solo um, in the beginning. So it's going to be a bit of everything. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it, it sounds like really exciting. So let's see. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, everyone come along. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this in time. Um, <laughs> well, um, I like to ask people at the end, you know, I, 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 my hope with this podcast is that um, the people listening to it might never have picked up their paintbrush or picked up a pen mm. or picked up that instrument that their uncle yeah, brought around yeah, and left yeah. at the house, but they were, I've always wanted to. Yeah. Do you have anything that you would say to someone who wants to try something, something. or has something in it they want to express? Maybe they never have before. Um, it's really a hard question to answer because I think it really depends on your your character, your what what you know. To, for me, uh, I think art is not just about playing things, or you know, it's it's in you. You you know how you see things, how you feel things, how you wanna um, transfer that feel. Do you do you like to transfer that feeling? Do do you like to do you like to show me? What do you feel now? Do you want? I think it's something that we've got inside, but how much we're passionate about that, you know, to tell that in via any medium. Like it could be music, it could be painting, it could be talking, it could be, you know, making movie, it could be anything. It's just it's just another story. But I think all of us got that. Um, I mean, for me, if if you want to ask me, my instrument is that I'm such a talkative person, right? So I always want to, um, anything happened to me, I feel things, and I just, right after a joy happened to me, I just want to transfer that to the closest person to me. So I was like, <gasps> you know what? I just see a mom <laughs> like that, and then, you know, I, you know I, I want to transfer that, you know, um, passion of something linking to my, in my mind and I just want to transfer that so it could be a happy feeling sad feeling you know depressed it doesn't matter I just want to transfer that okay so music give me another instrument which is much more beautiful than my tacking 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 you know <laughs> it's just like it's less annoying <laughs> than my talking yeah yeah, yeah okay, you know what yeah. I mean for me I, I'm, because I'm more comfortable with my talking I'm faster I'm better because I practice a lot since I was a little kid I used to you know come back from school and talk to my mom about what happened in the school so it just because it's my tool because I'm so good at it because I use it all my life. But my brother, like he, he doesn't talk that much. He's um, you know, and it's not his instrument. But he's got other instrument to you know. So I, I, um, this is what I'm pretty sure about that everyone got this instrument to transfer their feelings. Okay, um, and then I, I learn because of the music I know. So this is my another instrument or medium. Um, that I can use to transfer my feelings in a different level, okay? Because when we talk, we it's too obvious, okay? It's words and it's too obvious. But when it comes to music, it's, you know, it's a, b- a bit more mysterious. You need to feel it. You need to use your other senses to, um, you know, open the, you know, you, you need more things to open the, what do we say, the cage to open and see the beauty in it. Or not, you know, you can just, you know, you can just... You need to concentrate, you need to listen, you need to uh, feel, you need to, all those things. And if you see, look at the painting, you know, you, you need all those senses again, plus, you know, plus other things. 
So this is why I think it make it like when you transfer your feelings via music or um, any art, it's, it's like you wrap them in a, you know, a lot of things and the person needs to unwrap them. And the, and the joy is more, right? It, the that. joy is much more than when I just straight to you, hey, Aaron, I feel so happy because that's blah, blah. Well, it, inc- it includes them in the, 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 the audience becomes a participant in a different kind of way, right? You, they, yeah, you make them unwrap it for yeah, themselves, you know yeah. what I mean? That The thing inside is always the thing inside, but... If you make them unwrap the w- it, they're going to appreciate it more, perhaps. And maybe. the way Aaron unwrap it is different than the way, you know, the next person unwrap yeah. it. And then yeah. when the other, someone would unwrap it one by one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I love that. So yeah. all those things. May, so if so, when if there is a guitar there and you maybe always want to touch it and you never find a time or whatever, um, maybe the moment hasn't arrived yet. But there will be a time in your life that you feel like, oh, I really need to... Um, Say what I want to say, or um, just not not to anyone. Um, when I when when I mean transfer, it doesn't mean even to anyone else. To uh, it just mean to get it out of you, out of your body. You know, just get it out, make t- transfer to a sound, to a um, poem, to a you know anything that you know keep you released, mm-hmm. and you know atta- if if it attached to other people better. But I mean, just getting that connection is wow. Is it's really again miracle. So um, yeah, I think the moment will arrive, and um, you would do it. And yeah, when it comes, you won't have a choice. You just yeah, have to, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, but don't compelled. feel, but don't yeah. feel bad. I mean, if you don't do it, yeah. it's, it's okay. You, you, you still, you're fine. Don't worry. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're great. Awesome. Well, I think that. that Let's that wraps it up. Thanks so much Beautiful. for coming in on your one day off Thank to you. Uh, <laughs> have a chat with us today. Mary. Really appreciate it. And um, yeah, everyone, um, come to Nexus and see a show. Thanks. Well, thanks very much for listening. I'm glad you made it all the way to the end. Uh, we've got a lot of good episodes coming up. I'm lining up guests as we speak. Uh, until then, check out nexusarts.org.au. Uh, we've got all sorts of stuff happening through July, through the rest of the year. And uh, come on by the venue sometime for a drink and a show.